previously on Two Dudes Talking Disney. We argued with each other. We did, that's true. Tony couldn't remember what year Disney World opened. A little bit. Well, I'm an old man. I'm, I'm, I'm approaching 50. And I was stuck in 2007. <laughs> but we're here for another show. Yes. Uh, Resorts Part 2. Part 2. Or Part Do for the French. Yes. Dos. So w- when we last in left, uh, left you guys... Uh, we were talking cliffhanger, about cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. We were talking about the differences in resorts. If and you actually we were... look back in entertainment history, you now have who shot Jr., who shot Mr. Burns, and our cliffhanger coming in a short third there. And uh, that cliffhanger question was, what makes up a deluxe resort? It's deluxe. I told you, it's about 300 more a night than anything else you experience. The deluxe resorts usually have, obviously, they have a signature restaurant in them. They have some kind of more entertainment built in. They also have uh, proximity to the parks, I would say, is probably one of the biggest perks of a deluxe resort. Like we said earlier, the Magic Kingdom deluxe resorts do either a monorail or boat ride into the park. The Epcot deluxe resorts are usually a boat ride or walk into the park. Animal Kingdom, you get the animals. Uh, it's pretty simple. And you're close in proximity to the, the Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. And then the, the uh, Disney Springs area resorts are usually access to Disney Springs. So um, one thing, too, I, I like about all the resorts is I like the movie night. I don't know if you, if the Venoso family uh, partakes. Every every night they show a movie on an inflatable screen, some part of the, the resort. Right, and that, and that is across all properties. Yes, it's that's, you know, free to attend, uh, um, included. I, until recently, uh, it was usually done if there was a beach uh, property. They usually did it down on the beach. However, due to safety concerns... Uh, they have moved uh, the the movie areas back a little from the water's edge. Yes, and uh, last time we went down there, actually, they were showing The Force Awakens right when we got there. It was a home run. This was the, worth the whole vacation. I told Katie, if you need me, this is where I'll be. So um, we left off with Animal Kingdom Resorts. We discussed those, the All-Stars. Uh, for those of you who missed last week's exciting episode, we hit the Magic Kingdom Resorts and the Animal Kingdom Area Resorts. So uh, we'll start off. I, 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 since am I still allowed to lead? Yeah, you, you lead. Start. You do take the lead. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump over to the Disney Springs resorts. We'll start there. So uh, basically, you're looking at four resorts. Would you consider the Disney Spring area? Sure. Okay. So we'll start with the moderates. Uh, you have the Port Orleans Riverside French Quarter resorts. Uh, I still affectionately refer to it as Dixie Landings. It was my favorite. The moderate resorts. When uh, my wife and I started traveling there on our on our own as we were younger, we always always stayed at Port Orleans, which is Port Orleans Riverside now, which was Dixie Landings back then. Uh, Southern feel to both, like Bayou and Southern Mansion mm-hmm. feel, very much like an antebellum uh, yes. gone with the wind kind of a, kind of a feel. A lot of moss, Spanish moss, um, the swampy area, the alligator bayou. Yes. Um, uh, f- fishing is nice there if you have little kids. They have uh, old style, they call it like Tom yeah, old, Sawyer. Old man's fishing hole. Yeah, old man's fishing hole. Kind of like Tom Sawyer, you know, cane pole with a little bobber. And they have a stock pond that's catch and release. And um, actually now now I'm, I'm just thinking here, Tone, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but is Port Orleans French Quarter the only moderate resort that doesn't have a sit-down restaurant? I believe you are right. Yes, because Riverside has uh, boat, rights. boat Rights, which is an excellent restaurant. And Boat Rice Dining Hall. And then I, I don't think that the... I know that French Quarter just has a, a food court. Uh, they're, they're connected. They're really the same hotel. We were actually staying there the night they switched. It was very confusing, actually. In true Disney fashion, they switched everything at midnight. We were in the park. We came out. The bus stops for Dixie Landing were completely gone. 
There was no notification given to the guests, so you came out of your resort and all your bus stops were gone, all the signage was gone. It was all Port Orleans and Port Orleans uh, Riverside. Nobody knew what it meant. So when we got back to the front desk, we went in and we said, you know, hey, the, the, and they says, oh yeah, we know, we, we forgot, we didn't. So the next day we had a nice card slid under the door reminding everyone that they changed the name of the hotel. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Port Orleans French Quarter is home to uh, the only place on property where you can get beignets. Yes. Which uh, are popular in New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yep. Um, which I just visited a few months ago. Had my beignet in New Orleans. Nice. Did yeah. you feel like you were at a uh, Disney property? I did, actually. You know, I felt like it was right there. It was it, Probably right there. Uh, one, one fun thing is there is there's a fellow. I don't know if you've ever seen him at uh, Port Orleans French Quarter, but uh, you know, New Orleans has a history with the beads. Which in the real New Orleans, there's a, a whole different Meaning. thing that goes yes, on with beads. Yes. Um, but there's this guy, and he usually works in the gift shop, and uh, he throws beads at people, and his accuracy is amazing. I was probably 50, 60 feet from him, and he threw a set of beads. And if he if he he ever plays horseshoes. I don't think he ever loses because no. he is able to hit ringers like all the time. What if he's secretly an Avenger? He could. He could be a mutant. Could, could be. be a, could be a hawk. You know. So one of the uh, reasons why that we will include the uh, Port Orleans Resort in these down, excuse me, Disney Springs area is you do have a direct boat that takes you from the resorts right to Disney Springs. So it brings you in there. Uh, next to those, you have your first Disney Vacation Club Resort, which is Disney's old Key West Resort. Kind of like that old Southern Florida feel, Key West, uh, Florida Keys feel. Right, which, and originally when it opened, it did not have a name. It was just known as the Disney Vacation, Vacation Club. Yeah. Uh, I guess they didn't know how popular uh, the DVC would become, which for a long time it was Disney's uh, best-kept secret. Yes, yes. It still is if you see every billboard that says that. All right. We always joke. It's not a secret anymore. Uh, home to, uh, let's see, what was I? I, I just derailed there. So, uh Old Key West is, again, a Disney Springs resort. You can take a boat right over to Disney Springs. You could walk if you wanted to, but you'd have to walk completely through our next resort. I don't, like, I don't want to give it away. Actually, no, uh, there, there, well, there is a walking path uh, along the edge of the golf course yes. uh, at Old Key West. Um, Old Key West, uh, as I just said, is alongside a golf course, uh, and many of the uh, villa buildings um, you know, border some of the holes. And uh, we've stayed there on a few occasions and uh, enjoyed two things. Uh, for some reason, there are a lot of tree frogs uh, that will just, uh, they live, like, all over the buildings and, you know, freaked out the girls. Uh, but I remember when the girls were very little, probably uh, five and two, uh, they would sit out on the porch and eat Mickey bars and golfers would come by. And the girls got a big kick because these guys would be, you know, 100 yards, 150 yards away. They'd make, take their shot and the balls would, uh, you know, come down the, the course, down the fairway. And Isabel and Lily would kind of stand there and point out to the guys, you know, obviously they knew where their balls were, you know, uh, where they had shot them. They're, uh, they're obviously a different golfer than me, because usually <laughs> when I hit my ball, I can't find it. But the girls got a big kick out of being able to help them uh, find the find their golf ball. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, a, it's an excellent resort, you know, like I said, vacation club property. And alongside of that, you have the next vacation club property, the largest of the vacation club properties, which is Saratoga Springs. Resort modeled after the old Saratoga racing, horse racing uh, genre of upstate New York. Uh, one one really nice thing of Saratoga Springs is the access to Disney Springs. So Saratoga Springs is a, a boat ride or just a walk. There's a, a path between the two. If you stay at Saratoga Springs, you know, like when we would go, we request Congress Park. That's the section that borders Disney Springs, and it's just a walk right around the corner to get to Disney Springs. 
and it's the only villa, uh, the only vacation club property that actually has like two components to it. Because yes. not only do you have Saratoga Springs, which is the main property, but you have the Treehouse Villas, villas yes. which uh, you know you're ten feet up. Uh, I guess they're kind of considered grand villas because they accommodate ten to twelve people, um, but they're up in the trees. Uh, for a number of years, they were part of the Disney Institute, and then when the Disney Institute closed, so that they could create Saratoga Springs, uh, they were dormant for a while. Uh, they they re- actually used them for uh, housing for the college program. Okay, for and a while. Uh, then they refurbished them. Yep. And uh, you can see them when you're taking the the river boats back to uh, Port Orleans or to Old Key West. Uh, you pass them. Yes. And they're really kind of impressive. It's it's one thing I'd love to do with a big group. They're, they're, stay there. They're a real throwback, too, because they're actually, they predate kind of that development of that area. Uh, they were there long before anything else. But at one point, where Saratoga Springs is now was basically a, a condo complex that Disney owned, and that you could rent the condos, and you had golf cart access, and you could actually drive the golf carts to the Disney Village Marketplace. Uh, we, we stayed in them several times. We stayed in the condos, the treehouse villas when we were younger. And uh, they, it is a very, you know, the treehouse villas are very, very old. They're almost original to the park. They're original to the, the downtown Disney area. The, From 1971. Yes, yes. Thank you, Tom. So, uh, but, but you know, they, they refurbished them and repurposed them as part of Saratoga Springs. The downside of Saratoga Springs is the sheer size. Uh, it's one of two resorts that really has an internal resort shuttle, and you need it to get around. Uh, the, 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 that's one thing I don't like about the hotel is that it is so large that you need a shuttle to get around. And and I believe the treehouse villas themselves uh, do not are, are not part of that that correct bus you have loop. To, yes. So either you need some type of golf cart. There's or, a, there's a uh, bus that that takes you from the main building to the treehouse villas. Yeah. yeah so it's, so it's a very vast uh, vast resort. Yes. For excellent golf excellent golf course uh, is at Saratoga Springs. So definitely a, a nice resort. Good spot to relax. Has a full spa there. It is the home now to the Disney Vacation Club. So if you go do your Vacation Club tours, um, you know that that's where it happens. And I know that we're we're talking about the Saratoga Springs. So across from the lobby, there's actually a musical that was part of the Disney Institute back in the day. So that's uh, it's dormant. They don't even really use it. Occasionally they have a special event or two in there. But it, so if you're coming into the lobby, you'll see a, a large building to the left of the lobby. It's actually a uh, uh, it was a musical. Uh, my some of my family actually worked on the acoustics in there, so every time we go there, Randy has to remind us all that he that he set up the acoustics in there. So shout out to Randy and the dormant acoustics hall. Tony's looking at me now. He has no idea what to say. I I, I don't know where we're yes. going to go next. All right, so uh, that's right. I'm sorry, I, I forgot. I took the lead here. You did. So obviously, our last spot will be the Epcot. Area resorts. Uh, it's it's a very diverse group of resorts, and um, right off the bat, next right next to Epcot, and between Epcot and Hollywood Studios, you have the Yacht and the Beach Club. They're two separate hotels that are completely connected. If you want to know which hotel you're in, just look out the window. If you see beach, you're in the Beach Club. If you see yachting and, and docks, you're in the Yacht Club. Pretty simple. And the, the third property there would be the Beach Club Villas. Correct. Yes, Vacation Club. Uh, it's a very large resort, but it's it's a it's large as in, but it's not spread out. So it's a excellent Cape May, an excellent restaurant to eat at, um, which does have, I believe, three different types of seafood buffets. Yes, uh, throughout yeah, the course of the week. Course, yeah, there is some definitely good, some good food there. Um, one of the best pools on Disney property is at the Yacht and Beach Club. The uh, Stormalong Bay has a sand bottom. 
that's uh, kind of one of the pools where the uh, pool police come out, where they attempt to, uh, you actually have to magic band in, and they, they check to, to, you know, have you removed if you're not staying there. And and in the old days, uh, that was the only pool that was gated. Yes. Uh, I believe the second pool that was gated was the pool at Art of Animation. Uh, however, now there's are, have been some changes to Florida uh, code, uh, building code, that require that all pools be gated. So when we stayed at uh, Caribbean Beach this past spring, they were in the process of, of not only adding gates to all of the pools, uh, but uh, making them handicap accessible as well. Yes. So a lot, a lot of the pools have gone through some major upgrades lately uh, around the property. And, so the, and that's a and that's a nice thing to note for for guests who may have uh, uh, family members or relatives uh, in their party who have mobility needs. Is a lot of the pools uh, now have zero uh, what they call zero entry. So it's not like a an old style pool where you are walking. You know you have to get on a ladder uh, or or a number of steps uh, to get down there. But they you walk to the edge and it's just a gradual slope down into the water. Yes, and um, are we uh, are we mentioning the other two resorts that are over there? Or are we going to skip those? Oh, we'll get to them. But okay. we've still got another Disney, uh, two no, Disney yes, properties yes, to yes. get to. So uh, across the across the lake, I guess you call it. Remember, we said we Crescent, Crescent Lake. Crescent Lake. Across the lake, pond, body of water. You have Disney's Boardwalk Resort, uh, themed after the Atlantic Boardwalk days of uh, of New Jersey shore area. That also you have the. Uh, that also gives you vacation club property, so uh, that is uh, another uh, large resort. You have the the half vacation club, half regular rooms. But with the boardwalk too, you have more dining options because you have the boardwalk. You have ESPN. You have the new uh, Flying Fish, the newly reimagined, the Abracadabra Bar, and yeah, board, board boardwalk's a great resort. Um, you know, you do have a lot of stuff going on. As Dave mentioned, there is a, a old old fashioned boardwalk uh, that has. Uh, you know, carnival-style games. They'll have performers, magicians, um, musical acts uh, that all perform out there. Um, the resort itself, uh, we've rented points because you can rent points at many of the vacation clubs. Uh, and uh, the hallways are incredibly long. Uh, we stayed there when Isabel was six months old, so, you know, it was our first trip there with a baby. And You're pushing that stroller forever. That, that stroller. I mean, it was like, I felt like I was in The Shining. You know, there's, there's just these, <laughs> these long hallways, narrow hallways, and I felt we were never going to get to our room. And I, I thought that whatever room they gave us had to be the furthest from any elevator. Yes, it is. I, I like the boardwalk. It's, uh, I own it. I'm own into it. It's one of the resorts we own into. We stay there frequently. Um, I, I like the atmosphere. I like the fact you could walk into two of the four parks from it. I like the food options. Uh, it, it is a good uh, good bar area, too. You have some good bars there. Uh, the Pedaling Piano Bar. Uh, the uh, the pool bar. My bartender, Joe. Props to him. He made me more drinks than a lot of other bartenders out there. But um, it, it is a good resort. I like it. Like I said, I like the proximity, the ability to walk between the two resorts. And there's something to do there all the time. You know? yeah. So, uh, you know, Dave mentioned proximity. Um Boardwalk is the closest uh, resort to the International Gateway, which is on the backside of Epcot, which is one of the few parks that has a second entrance. Um, ah, thank you. <laughs> um, and then the, to, to finish off the uh, Epcot area resorts, you have the Moderate, which is the Caribbean Beach resort. Very, very well, large. Hold on. Hold on. Well, let's let's stay around Crescent Lake first. Okay, are we jump into the Swan and so Dolphin? So we'll we'll get into the Swan and Dolphin. Okay. So the Swan and Dolphin, uh, there, 
considered, they are called the Disney Swan and the Disney Dolphin. Although, uh, as we mentioned earlier in, in our previous show and earlier in this one, they are not owned or managed by the Walt Disney Company. Uh, they are actually Starwood uh, Resorts. Um, I, I don't know the logistics of how they ended up with these properties or, or how they came to be. It, they were originally Hilton's. It was a, a part of the Michael Eisner expand Disney, you know, Disney decade, where he was allowing uh, other chains to come in to bring, you know, to build and to, to have properties on resort, or excuse me, resorts on property. Uh, there's some excellent food at the Swan and Dolphin. Shula Steakhouse is one of them. Uh, one of the food courts at the Swan and Dolphin is open 24 hours, has pizza, Stuff like that, that's good, because, you know, we're staying at the boardwalk, and I get a little bit snacky in the middle of the night, you know. You can head on over for some pizza late night. And uh, Swan and Dolphin are very big uh, conference yes, centers. massive conference So, centers. Um, you know, sometimes there's another I've, I've actually rocked a few conferences there by Snuck accident. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes you, you, you know, room availability is scarce, and it might because, be because they're having some type of conference there. Teachers and nurses. If you're uh, if you're listening and you're a teacher or a nurse, the Swan and Dolphin usually offer some kind of uh, good incentive for your your profession. Good, good to know. Good tidbit there. Huh? And just so you know, when you look at the dolphin, let's settle this right now, telling with people, it is not the dolphin, as in the swimming mammal. It is the dolphin, dolphin fish. fish. First question everyone asks: That's not a dolphin. Yes, it is. It's just wrong, wrong dolphin. Yes. Uh, one of the things I personally like the most about the Swan Resort is the eagle. There's an American bald eagle that lives atop of the Swan statue that is closest to the boardwalk. So every morning when you wake up, you know, he's perched high up on his perch surveying his territory. Uh, it's pretty neat, you know. And uh, I guess you don't get a sense of how big he is because even though he's way up there, he's still a pretty big bird. Um, no reference to Sesame Street there. But uh, it is, you know, something that I enjoy when we go to Disney looking up there and seeing the giant eagle. Cool. Uh, so, so those are all the properties uh, in Epcot that are around Crescent Lake. And as Dave mentioned, um, you can walk uh, into not only Epcot, but Hollywood Studios from there. You can also take the Friendship Boats uh, into, um, into either park. And uh, there are some more properties in the Epcot Resort area. So, uh, Dave, if you want to shoot out what they are. Sure. One thing um, I... Uh... I did want to note, too, for those of you who are fans of, depending on where you live in the country, it's either called Mini or Putt-Putt Golf. Up north here, we refer to it as Mini Golf. Down south, they usually refer to it as Putt-Putt. But uh, one of the, the features of the Epcot Resort area, the Swan and Dolphin area, there is two mini golf courses you can play there. So if you're into that, you know, head over to the mini golf courses. So anyways, Tone, back on topic. Yes. The Caribbean Beach Resort, moderate resort, located behind Epcot, uh, across from the firehouse. Very convenient for me. And a uh, very large resort, obviously Caribbean, Caribbean theme, that pink hueish color, coral. Um, what are your thoughts on it? I've only stayed there once. Well, it was a long time ago when we were little. Yeah, as, as I mentioned a couple minutes ago, we stayed there uh, last spring. A very nice resort. Um, not bad in terms of size, although if you're staying in Trinidad, I'll say Trinidad tomorrow, uh, it, it's pretty far out. Um, each the nice thing about that is is um, each section of the resort is broken up into little uh, I don't know villages. So there's Jamaica, Trinidad North, Trinidad South, uh, and a couple others uh, named after Caribbean areas. But each of those areas had their own pool. Yes, which was a nice. lot of foliage at the yeah, yeah at the Caribbean. 
and some great theming. Yes. Yeah. Um, restaurants. Uh, I didn't find shutters, anything. Right? Yeah. yeah. Shutters had a little point where it's not it's nothing to write home about. No. It's just a, a restaurant, really. Yeah. I like. Um. Yeah. That's, that's Caribbean. So uh, our final two Epcot resorts. Now again, we we talked about the. Dave's giving me the crazy eyes. Like he said two resorts. Two resorts. There's three. What's the third? Coronado. Oh no, no, hold on. We got to Coronado. Hold on. Delete Coronado. We'll talk about that. In okay, a we're taking Coronado. We're taking Coronado. The final two Epcot resorts. Okay. Are um and now we talked earlier about the All Stars being cookie cutter, where they they built them and they just xeroxed the plans. Uh, the final two resorts originally were supposed to be that same uh, theming, if you will. So the first resort opened was a, a value resort called Pop Century. And it starts in the 50s. 50s and works its way up to the, the, 90s. the 90s. And each building is a decade and um, features pop century, pop items from those days. So such things as like Rubik's Cubes, roller skates. G.I. Uh, Joe's, Barbies, yes, hula hoops. Hula hoops, you know. The, the Beatles, yep, transistor the, radios. The old cell phones, you know, like the Zach Morris phones. You know, those, those things are there. Uh, again, the Value Resort, no sit-down restaurant, very cookie-cuttered, hotel-ish type places. And then um, if you stayed there, when the hotel first opened, there was the, the Ghost Hotel. There was an abandoned, what looked like, you know, something out of The Walking Dead was across the lake staring at you, this scary-looking... I mean, it was just these concrete, concrete shells. Concrete shells. And uh, the, as Disney was booming, and the, at the end of the, the beginning of the millennium, they built Pop Century. And then uh, I, I believe this was a casualty uh, 9 of 9-11, where they... They saw the downturn in, in visitation, so they stopped building the remainder of Pop Century, and it sat dormant for a while. Then it was reimagined into Disney's Art of Animation Resort. Which is a great resort. It's a, the, 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 as much as we talk about the value resorts having little theming, this is the one value resort that, like, almost, it's okay how bad the other resorts are as far as the theming, because... They kicked it's it up. Definitely, definitely makes up. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's it's actually worth going over and taking a walk through and, and checking the place out because, you know, each section is themed. You have Pride Rock. I mean, you you, you swear you're in Pride Rock. Uh, yeah. Radiator the Springs. Cozy, the Cozy Cone. Cozy Cone, Radiator Springs, and uh, Little Mermaid area. You know, they're, they're heavily themed. If you have younger children, uh, you know, a lot of our friends that go and a lot of people that we consult on going, you know, that's where they want to stay because of the theme. And the Nemo-themed pool. Nemo-themed uh, pool, the, yes. The first yes. pool at, uh, on Disney property that has an underwater sound system. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the All-Star uh, Art of Animation. So uh, so that knocks and, off... And once again, Art of Animation. Uh, 75% of that resort is family suites. Yes. Because what Disney saw uh, around the time that they, they started, they were, they were going to build the second half of, of what was supposed to be the second half of Pop Century, uh, it was supposed to be Pop Century, the classic years. Correct. I believe. It was going to be, go backwards from 1950. Right, which is which so. is why they they both resorts. Uh, so Pop Century and uh, Art of Animation share the same plot of land. Yes. Uh, there's a body of water in the middle because all resorts have to have a body of water uh, called Hourglass Lake. And the idea was that one. Half I wonder what that lake is shaped like. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Really? I think it's like an egg timer. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so uh, the other half is supposed to be the. Uh, Pop Century, the classic years, and um, when they decided they were going to finally complete construction on the second half, they realized that a number of families that were going to Disney, uh, you know, no longer was the average American family, you know, 3.64 people. Uh, families had grown larger, and they, you know, saw how well they were doing with the family suites over at uh, uh, All-Star uh, Music, 
and they realized that now is the time to start putting some family suites in. So 75% of the resort are family suites, and they do accommodate up to six people. Um, you know, I've not had the luxury of staying there. I've not I've, stayed there. I've no. toured them. Yeah, as, I've seen uh, them. But... Part of an agent tour, and they're they're very nice. Um, you know, separate bedroom for mom and dads, two bathrooms, uh, kitchenette. So it's a, a very nice, uh, very nice way setup. To, yes, very nice setup. So, All right. So a uh, motion to reopen Animal Kingdom. Uh, I second that motion. Okay. So we did actually miss a resort, and that is Coronado Springs. Coronado Springs is kind of stuck out there. Uh, it, it's really not. Uh, it's not neat. It's in between Animal Kingdom and Epcot, so uh, I guess we should tag it's closer to Animal Kingdom. So Coronado Springs, set in like uh, the uh, what are we looking for? The Mesozoic? Would that be? Is that is that even anything? No, it's like a Mexican. Yeah, uh, Mesozoic is that Native American. No, Mesozoic is like a time dinosaur. Yes, dinosaurs. Like I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking of dinosaurs. Like Jurassic Mesozoic. Yes, Mesozoic. It's one of those periods. Uh, Aztec. That's what Aztec. I was thinking. Aztec. Yeah. It's very like Aztec themed uh, Mexican folklore. It's uh, it's also a big convention center. A lot of conventions take place and, there. And although this is a moderate, uh, I would kind of consider this to be a moderate plus. Yes, yes, uh, it, definitely. It's, it's the only moderate that is a convention uh, property, uh, and it has some amenities that you don't find at any of the other moderates uh, on site, such as a hairdresser. Uh, I believe they also have their own fitness center. Yes. They have some junior suites uh, that you don't see. Um, the good thing is, even though it's a moderate property, uh, because of the convention aspect, there is a second sit-down restaurant. Uh, there's a nice lounge, um, and it's uh, it's really a great a great resort. Yes, definitely. So uh, so now that we've hit all the resorts. Tone. Let's uh, let's do our segment of uh, favorites. And, and do we go the other way? Do we do the ones we don't like? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's, all right. Let's so, do both. All right. So Tone, we'll start with resort. Hit me with your favorite resort. My favorite resort. Um, I would have to say. We've stayed at Pop Century the most as a family, but I think if I had to choose a favorite resort. Even though I haven't stayed there, I like the Polynesian. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I, I have a spiel on favorite resort. Um, I always say that money, if money's no object, you know, the Polynesian every day of the week. Like I said, that's, uh, you know, I, I, I own into that for the vacation club. We stayed there when we were kids. But as much as I love the Polynesian, Port Orleans Riverside is right up there with it. I, I would stay in either one anytime. All right. How about uh, favorite pool? Ooh, favorite pool. The boardwalk. Well, the main pool at the boardwalk. The, the main pool at the boardwalk scares many people because <laughs> it's it's themed after a clown, and a lot of times people uh, liken it to Pennywise from Stephen King's yes, It. Yes, yes. So if, if you don't like clowns, uh, you don't like the pool there. Yes, I like the pool there. Uh, I, You know, my bartender, Joe, I've mentioned him several times. You know, we're tight. Uh, it, it's a good spot. I like the pool. I like the, the area. The, uh, the boardwalk, I would say. How about you? Uh, I like the pool at the Wilderness Lodge. Okay. I, I, I like how the guys are. Yeah, I like how it starts as a small stream up in the lobby of the resort and trickles down and into the pool, and then ultimately the, the path leads you to the geyser. Yes, yes. So, uh, all right, we hit our, our resort, our pool. How about your favorite quick service? Favorite quick service, hands down, Pop Century. Okay. Uh, they have a Mongolian beef that is, uh, you know, for me, to die for. Okay. Um, and my, I'll, I'll throw this one in there, too, is uh, favorite dessert. Uh, it's a home to the tie-dyed cheesecake. Okay, all right. I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna again. You know, throw my twist in there. Uh, Captain Cooks at the Polynesian, and, the, and I want their grilled cheese and fries because that was my go-to when we were kids. Uh, but that being said, the Saratoga Springs and their food court area, the, the main building, they have a cheeseburger flatbread that's amazing. 
Oh, oh, man. That sounds good. I'm going to yes, try that. Yes, cheeseburger flatbread at Saratoga Springs uh, is, is excellent. So, uh, hey, favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Oh, Dole Whip. Man. The answer is Dole I, Whip. I should have known that. Yes. So, uh, so okay, so Dole Whip, my favorite dessert slash snack. Tone, oh, you're going with a Mickey bar after you're making fun of me. Uh, Mickey, Mickey bar <laughs> or tie-dye cheesecake. I, I have been known to drive over to Pop Century uh, just to run in and buy a piece of cheesecake. Okay, yes. As a matter of fact, we were on an agent trip, and they took us to Art of Animation, but didn't take us to Pop Century. And I scarfed down my lunch and told everybody, I will be, "Go without I will, me. I will be back. Go in on two minutes. You know, <laughs> stall them if you have to." And I ran to Pop Century across the bridge to get a piece of tie-dye cheesecake to bring it back to the to the bus to eat. Okay. And then, how about favorite sit-down? Favorite sit-down. Uh, why don't you tell us yours, and I'll I'll think about it for a second. Oh, I, the problem is, I don't know because there's. There's a lot. I mean, uh, Kate May is excellent at the at the uh, the Beach Club. Uh, Boma is excellent. I, you know what though? I'm going going home. Ohana, every day of the week. Ohana. See, I, I, I God, I love Boma. Boma flavors of Africa. Uh, the spices, the tastes that they have there, the flavors, amazing. Uh, so for me, it's kind of a tie between Boma and uh, Kona Cafe. Oh, Kona, yes, you get a little tongue and toast. And, yeah. Yeah, Ohana's. I mean, someday I just want to go there and, and commit carbicide. I mean, I can just sit there and just keep bringing the food. Right. Now, I, I know we don't normally do this because we don't like to, uh, you know, be negative, but do you have a least favorite resort? I, I, do you? Let me ask. I'm still yeah, thinking. Yeah, I'd say that um, the All-Stars, you know, they're the, the oldest of the values, um, I think there there's a little more wear and tear there. A lot of times you'll find that sports groups, cheerleaders, dance teams, uh, you know, when they come down there for competitions or, or to, to uh, perform at uh, Disney World, uh, you know, they will house them there. So it can kind of get rowdy. Okay. Uh, a little more so than, than I'm comfortable with. And, um, uh, you know, I, that being said, I love the value resorts. You know, if you want a place to put your head down, uh, as I've said, we've stayed as a family most at Pop Century uh, on most of our trips, um, but I will try to avoid the all-stars at, at all costs. Okay, fair enough, yes. I, I don't know. I can't say I have a, a hotel that I dislike. I'm not going negative, Tom. No, right. It's Disney World, happiest place on earth. I right. can't go negative. Don't I feel like a jerk yeah, now. Yeah, so uh, that's it really, right? Anything else? Any uh, other, you know? No. You know, I, I think it'd kind of be fun. You know, we've, we've got a lot of people listening. Um to the show across the globe we've now yes, been doing we have, stats we did we did we have we ran uh, our stats we have international listeners we, to all have, of you we have people listening in guatemala yes. we have people listening in tel aviv uh so to is those there people, nothing better to do in tel aviv to our friends in tel aviv you know la yes. um i don't know any guatemala and yeah, i would greet you we even have a few uh and uh we even have a few down under friends we do. We, we do. do. We have so some down we, under friends. We've gone global. We have, yes. And, we, we'll uh, have a Foster's for you. And we, uh, <laughs> good day. Put, put another shrimp on the bobby. That's what they say down there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we actually have been uh, looking out uh, at our numbers. Like I said, let us know. We have to uh, keep up our uh, our audience. So let us know if we can do anything and, and, different. And, you know, this is a great opportunity for you guys to interact with us. Uh, after we post the shows, if you guys have a favorite resort, uh, favorite snack, favorite hotel, you know, just add it. Put it put it in the comments, you know. Let's let's try to get some uh, listener feedback. Um, and, uh, you know, that's pretty much all we have. And um, and tonight, one other thing, too, is we want to just do a quick shout-out to Amber. 
Amber S. Amber, yeah, she's, Amber. Uh, she's actually Dave's uh, biggest fan, yes. although he doesn't know it. Uh, it's my daughter Isabel's uh, best friend okay. who, who has this thing for Pixie Dave. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's a fervent listener to the show. She's awesome. To every, yes. every episode. I, um, so. I, can't, I can't wait for my next Disney trip for someone to know who we are. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the, the, the highlight. It will, it will be. Yeah. So uh, until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm David. And we're Two, Two Dudes, Dudes Talking Disney. Disney.